0: أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إنما المؤمنون الذين آمنوا بالله ورسوله وإذا كانوا معه على أمر جامع وإذا كانوا معه على أمر جامع لم يذهبوا حتى يستأذنوه رب لي صدري ويسر لي أمري العقدة من لساني قولي فالحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وصحبه ثم أما بعد. In order to introduce this next lesson, I'm going to share with you what seems at first a, a, a very direct contradiction. I'm going to read a part of the translation of an ayah from Surah An-Nur, Surah number 24. This is ayah number 62, for those of you that are referencing it. 24, 62. And then I'm going to be reading something from Surah At-Tawbah, ayah number 44. Ayah number 44 and 45. And they'll seem like they're saying the exact opposite thing. So let's start. The Arabic says, those who are asking your permission, it's talking to the Prophet wasallam. Those who are asking your permission are in fact the ones who believe in Allah and His Messenger. I'd like you to try, at least try to keep the English in mind, okay? Those who ask the Prophet's permission are the ones who in fact believe in Him and His, believe in Allah and His Messenger. Okay. Surah At-Tawbah لا يستأذنك الذين يؤمنون بالله واليوم الآخر those who believe in Allah in the last day Don't ask your permission Those who believe in Allah in the last day Don't ask your permission And it goes further and it says إِنَّمَا يَسْتَأْذِنُكَ أَلَّذِينَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْأَخِرِ And those who are asking your permission Don't believe in Allah in the last day Surah Al-Nur says Those who ask your permission Those are the ones who have Iman So Al-Tawbah says Those who ask your permission Are the ones who have no Iman have no iman and then there's another apparent contradiction Surah An-Nur Surah- Surah- says Fa, you know, فَإِذَا شِئْتَ منهم. if they ask you for whatever issue they have give them permission Surah An-Nur says first of all if they ask permission it's a sign of iman and if they are asking for some important matter give them permission Surah An-Tawbah says Afallahu an عَنْكَ لِمَا Surah tawbah says May Allah forgive you, why did you give them permission? Why'd you give them permission? So the Noor says, "Give them permission." So the says, "Why'd you do it?" So the Noor says, "If they ask permission, that's iman." So the says, "If they ask permission, that must mean they have no iman." Seems like a opposite views, or no? So this is, a, and I meant specifically, both passages have to do with permission. Both of them have to do with permission, and I, I pulled these passages out because they represent some of the most beautiful examples of Quranic wisdom. Beautiful example of Quranic wisdom. Now, this first one Suratul Nur is so explicit. It's so awesome. al mu'minun, true believers are only and only the kinds of people amanu billahi wa those who truly have faith in Allah and his messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Wa idha kanu ma'ahu 'ala amrin so beautiful. Whenever they are with him on some collective mission, Amrin jami' The entire series today could be called Al Huda Li Amrin jami' Guidance for collective work. The Quran actually uses the word collective work and the phrase is Amrin Jamiah. ma'ahu ala amrin Whenever they're with him on some collective mission, some task, some project. Now, it's talking about Sahaba, the companions of the Prophet. They go with him on some mission. He assigns them to go speak to some tribe. He assigns them to go scout some area. He assigns them to go, you know, go learn, you know, something from somebody or get some news or whatever. He sends five, six of them, ten of them, whatever it may be. He gave them a task. That's an amr jamiah. It could be any task. It doesn't have to be military in nature. It could be any task. Which means this passage particularly has great benefit for us because it could be any collective task, right? He says, لَمْ يَذْهَبُوا حَتَّى يَسْتَأْذِنُوا They would not abandon that task Until they asked the permission of the Prophet first Sallallahu alayhi wa Let's put that in contemporary times So you have a meeting And in a meeting we What we love doing of course Because we're Muslims, we love making committees Right? Oh, I'm sorry, I mispronounced that Committees Right? So we love making committees And this is the, the, the research committee This is the da'wah committee This is the we're going to do something, I don't know what it is, committee This is, I want to be in a committee committee Right, we, we have committees And then you have a committee And that committee's task is by the end of this week You three will get this, this, X, Y, Z done By the end of this week Three people will get this done Each one of those three people thinks X thinks Y will do it Y thinks Z will do it Z thinks Y or X will do it I don't have to do it Everybody shows up empty handed the next week because it's three of you, what happens in psychology, it's called diffusion of responsibility. Nobody takes responsibility. Somebody will do it. And then when you come back to meeting the next week, you're like, you didn't do it? But you you were nodding your head. I was like, yeah, you were nodding it more than I was. <laughs> Nobody gets it done. But the guidance of Qur'an is, whenever they are on a collective task, there is no diffusion of responsibility They don't abandon that task Unless they explicitly tell leadership Listen, I can't do it, I'm sorry I got a situation at home My mother in laws here Or something They've got a situation So they let you, they, they let you know explicit, explicitly Look, I can't do it They don't assume Oh, somebody else will take care of it They don't assume it This is very powerful guidance, folks This is the kind of thing that destroys voluntary work Because the leadership says the volunteers don't do anything And then the people say the leadership is not getting anything done Because nothing's getting done Because everybody keeps thinking somebody else will do it And the whole thing is stagnant Right? This keeps the machinery from breaking If you're not going to be able to do it Come out and say, listen, actually I have a meeting I have to fly, I have an emergency I have a doctor's appointment I have this, I have that, I have the other I can't do it so you're gonna have to take care of it Be open about what you can and cannot do And we have, we have to change the culture of You know, corrupting the meaning of inshallah we have, to, we have to stop that That's a sacred phrase It's a beautiful thing to say inshallah But we've turned it into something ugly Inshallah means yes Inshallah means never Inshallah means maybe if I'm in the mood It could mean anything Hey, you coming? Insha'Allah. That could mean yes. It could be no. It could mean I don't like you. It could be any of those meanings. Be clear in what you can and cannot do. Be clear in your commitments, especially in committee tasks, committee tasks, team tasks. Don't put it off on somebody else. And by the way, at work, at work, at your job, if you have a team, sometimes you have teams or no. And your team was given a task Immediately As soon as the manager says You three have this job What do you three do? You talk to each other and say You do this part You do A, I do B, I do C Right? Immediately And if any one of them says I thought you were going to do everything That's why I was on vacation this week They will never do that if they like their job Because they know if they do that What's going to happen? You're going to get fired You're going to lose your job But you know what? In Islamic work, it's voluntary. What, are you you gonna fire me? I never got a paycheck anyway. (laughs) Go ahead. What you gonna do? Fine, I won't come anymore. It was boring anyway. So you start thinking because it's voluntary, you can make it trivial. You can make light of it. You don't have to take it seriously. You don't have to meet the deadline like you have to do at work. When When you haven't met a deadline at work, what happens? You stay late you sweat it out, you order like, you know, nasty tasting food, and you stay in the office, and you finish the work, and you come home exhausted, because you have to finish the task, because you need the job. There's a serious attitude. If you cannot do it, then just say no. And if you can commit to it, if you can commit to it. Now on the flip side, let me tell you something, because we have to balance all these equations. On the flip side you have an emir, you have somebody who is in charge of a project, team leader, and he gives you a task And you say you can't do it And he says وَجَاهِدُوا فِي اللَّهِ حَقَّ جِهَادِهِ Struggle like it deserves to be struggled for Stop making excuses Don't make excuses And you say But brother my, my son is sick My wife is sick I gotta take care of them first Oh إِنَّمَا أَمْوَالُكُمْ وَأَوْلَادُكُمْ فِتْنَةِ وَاللَّهُ عِنْلَهُ وَأَجْرٌ عَظِيمٌ He's gonna quote ayat Day and night Your money and your children are a fitna for you Allah has the ultimate reward Let her be sick Allah will take care of her You think you will take care of her? Have some iman Go do my work <laughs> Leadership Which we'll talk about at the end Cannot be emotionally manipulative It cannot do that You can't give your volunteers A religious guilt trip The Prophet never did it Sallallahu alayhi wa Never did it He never made people feel bad When they came in gave an excuse he Never did that So if you're in a situation where the leadership is making you feel bad, when you come and say, I can't do something, I'm sorry, first of all, you coming and saying, I'm sorry, I can't do it. Even that was a choice. You didn't have to come. You could have just skipped out on the whole thing, and when they asked you about it, you could have said, I forgot. But the fact that you made it an effort to come and say, look, I know this is important, I'm sorry, I can't do it, please assign it to somebody else. That is a show of how much you believe in the project does a show that you take it seriously. And that should not be turned into a guilt trip by leadership. That's bad leadership. That's emotionally manipulative re- leadership. And that's the kind of leadership that everybody runs away from. They're only left by themselves. And then they say, I don't have any volunteers. Nobody works with me. Obviously, when you're going to act like that, who wants to work with you? I mean, the fact that you're you know, at the masjid all the time is probably because your wife doesn't want to hang out with you either. Because you have that kind of personality. Go home a little you know, So this is a very important area of concern. Being Taking permission seriously, seeking permission when you're the volunteer yourself. That will be a sign of permission, sign of your com- commitment. And the leadership is given advice at the same time. Even though the last session of the day is qualities of leadership. Quranic qualities of leadership. But one quality right now I'll mention. And that is... If they come to ask your permission for some of their important matters, so the excuse should also not be just anything, hey, by the way, I just bought Assassin's Creed 3 and I haven't started it, that's why I can't do it. By the way, I just, you know, just you know, Bond just came out and I haven't seen it, that's why I can't make it to the program. Sorry. No, if they come to you with an excuse that is legitimate, something serious, that's the word شَأْنِ It's not just any amr. It's not just any fi'l It's a sha'an Sha'an is a serious matter That pertains to the person individually A private concern If that's the case then لِمَنْ شَئْتَ مِنْهُمْ Give permission to whoever you want from among them It's the leader's discretion to give permission and not give permission At the end of the day the leader is told You have the choice You can give permission and not give permission We have to talk about that too Why does the leader have a choice? Why come, how come Allah didn't just say Give everybody permission? Why do you say only who, who you want? Who you see fit Because a good leader understands the difference between who should get permission and who shouldn't So before I go to the next passage which seems like it's a contradiction Let me explain how that works You see In a store an em- A guy has like 5 employees And he's got an employee that's really hard working Basically that guy is running the store That guy, one guy and we're single handedly running the store And he's got another employee who's like a nephew or something he got connection, so he got the job, doesn't do any work he's, even, he's on vacation even when he's at work So now there is, you know, one of the, the, the good employee comes and asks for a day off And the lousy employee comes and asks for a day off Who am I gonna give a day off to? What well, makes sense? I'm gonna give a day off to the lousy employee You know why? Because the lousy employee Whether he was here سَوَاءٌ عَلَيَّ It's the same for me If he was here, he wasn't here Work wasn't gonna get done anyway go And the guy who works hard I'm not gonna give him a day off But you know what, they both walk away The guy who doesn't work at all He walks away, he goes You know, I don't do any work And I get a day off And the guy who works hard is thinking Man, I work so hard I deserve a day off and he doesn't give me a day off And he gives this guy a day off That's not fair Actually what the guy doesn't realize is He didn't give you a day off Because you're all the more valuable to him It's a proof of how valuable you are So sometimes somebody comes with a legitimate excuse To the Prophet wasallam And says I can't do it And the Prophet says No, I can't give you permission, I need you That's a discretion upon the Prophet Rasulullah. But if you can afford to let him go, he will if he can afford to let him go, he will So the leader has to be merciful But also understand the needs of the, the work And so you, you press upon your followers But don't press so much that they break That's the balance between the two Now let's go to the other passage the other, This was Surah to nur The other was, who remembers, what was the other one from? Tawbah Surah to tawbah from beginning to end is an emergency situation It's the state of emergency of the ummah Makkah has just been conquered, and we kind of poked at the Roman hornet's nest. We just poked at him, and now there's a big conflict about Tabru between us and the Romans. And so the, the messenger Ali SattuS starts preparing an open draft. This was the first time in Islamic history, in the history of the prophet's life, Ali Satuam, that it was mandatory on anyone capable of fighting to come join the army. Before that it was voluntary, if you didn't know. Badr, Uhud were voluntary. Ahzab was voluntary. But but uh, uh, the Tabuk was a draft. Everybody has to show up. And if you don't show up, you better present an excuse. You better explain yourself. So we're heading to Tabuk. We're gonna meet the Roman army. A hundred thousand strong. Serious matter. The Munafiqun, the hypocrites, weren't up for it. So they come to the Prophet. One of them comes to the Prophet وسلم. And says, وَمِنِّهُمَّ يَقُولُ وَلَا He says to the Prophet of Ya Rasulullah, give me permission. You see, I'm a player. And we're gonna go pass through some towns when we get near Tabuk that have really, really pretty women. And I can't help myself. So I'm gonna put myself in fitna. And therefore, please don't let me go into battle against the Romans. Of all the lame excuses you could have come up with, and that to the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi And the Messenger hears this And he says, okay, you can stay He just says, okay, you can stay And to me, that is a genius of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi That kind of a joker would have been a liability on the battlefield, not an asset لَوْ خَرَجُوا فِيكُمْ مَا زَادُوكُمْ Even Allah admits He says, if they came out with you, they would have caused nothing more than disruption They would have been a problem, not a, not a solution Because you know, in an army, in the battlefield, you need the tightest discipline. If one soldier leaves his position, there can be chaos, isn't that true? So if you have an unreliable soldier, why don't you just stay home and cook? Let Let the real soldiers go. So if he's coming and asking for an excuse, it's better you let him stay. But the Prophet ﷺ is being taught in a state of emergency, when people come and ask you permission, don't give them permission and you will find that even though you didn't give them permission, they'll still stay behind. And they will prove their disobedience to you and they'll prove that they're hypocrites this time. So I don't want you to give them permission. So Allah says in a state of emergency, why did you give them permission? until you can confirm who's speaking the truth and you can get to know the liars. So in a state of emergency, permissions are dropped. Life and death situation That's a life and death situation for the entire Muslim ummah Then permissions are dropped, then there's no Please excuse me, I have some problem No, done That will not be given And actually the only people excused Were the ones Allah Himself excused in Surah Al-Tawbah Otherwise nobody was excused So what we learned in Surah An-Nur Is the standard protocol of discipline If you have an issue Ask permission. Leadership should go out of their way to try to give the permission. In most cases, they should try to give the permission. That should be the rule. Let it go. And that's a show of your courtesy to the volunteer. Don't make them feel bad about it. Don't make them feel like they're less of a volunteer. Respect them and honor their request. The fact that they came and asked you permission is a sign that they respect you anyway. By the way, under normal circumstances, did the munafiqun even ever ask permission? No. No. They didn't ask for permission. The only reason they came to ask for permission was because it was mandatory this time. So voluntarily, they never came to ask for permission. The people who come to ask for permission voluntarily, that's a sign of iman. That's the difference between Surah An-Nur and Surah al tawbah that's the, that's the fundamental difference between the two. And in, in the state of emergency, people who come and start asking, making lame excuses, obviously that's proof they have no iman. فَرَتَابَتْ قُلُوبُهُمْ وَهُمْ فِي رَيْبِهِمْ يَتَرَدَّدُونَ then their hearts are riddled with doubt and they are going to go back and forth in their doubts and by the way, Allah insulted them really nicely too in the Quran Allah says Had they la Allah called them out this is not part of our course but I want to share with you how Allah calls people out I mean he owned these guys with these, these ayat it was pretty amazing it was very entertaining to imagine the situation so the guy comes the guy is a sweet talker right Oh messenger, I was so ready to come and I was completely coming with you, but then all of a sudden my mother-in-law came over and I have to you know. I like that example. Okay. Guy makes an excuse, but you know he says, I was coming, I was ready to go. You know me. But just last minute this thing happened. You know, it just out of happen over I don't know how that happened. It's crazy, right? Allah says, <laughs> if they really intended to come out with you, لَهُ lahuraddah they would have packed their bags. Go check their home. How many bags did they pack? <laughs> there was nothing packed. Allah called them out because Allah knew what's inside the house. Oh no! I was all ready to go. Let's see how ready you were. Let's take a look. however, kariha Allahum <laughs> Allah was Allah was disgusted at the thought of appointing these people with you in battle. Allah didn't want them to come. They shouldn't have the honor of accompanying you. That's why they stay behind. وَلَكِنْ كَرِهَ اللَّهُمْ بعافهم، فَثَبَّطَهُمْ Then he made them lag behind وَقِيلَ قُعُدُوا مَعَ الْقَاعِدِينَ This is the insult In battle, in Arabic language قَاعِد Or قَاعِدُون Salah, okay In battle, قَاعِدُون is used for men Women and children that don't go to battle So Allah says قِيلَ قُعُدُوا مَعَ الْقَاعِدِينَ Sit back with the women and children who sit back That's what he calls them He insults them with that language so that was our brief session on permissions.